Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at Paddy Power, when we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon in shop every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro or 25 each way. In shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each-way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4pm, but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. Ask staff for more details. Hello, Ireland. Trinsio on Shaw. At Trinsio, we help people make things lighter, greener and more efficient. Better for the environment and for you. We just moved here and we're looking for finance professionals to join the team and help us make things even better. At Trinsio, you'll shape what we become. Join us today. Grow your career at trinsio.ie. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Big Brother Celebrity 3 here on NSFW. Coming to you live, I'm with my good friend and co-host, Brent Wagamot. Brent, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing amazing. Uh, you know, I, I always have a good time on these podcasts. Uh, so it's always great to be here with you, Bobby. Uh, another week of Celebrity Big Brother in the books. How is it going? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it's crazy. It's been such an exciting, fun season to watch. You know, a lot of people didn't have high expectations for this cast going in. And now I honestly think this is one of the better seasons I've seen in a long time, including regular Big Brother. So I'm having a ton of fun with this season. I think it's been a lot of fun to watch, so. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm with you for about half the cast. Okay. Half the cast <laughs> is playing really, really fucking hard. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like there are a lot of people who just don't give a shit. And sure. that's the issue. Thank you, Mary. I do look 10 years younger. You know, it's just all that <laughs> natural water that I'm drinking lately. Um, but no, uh, yes, uh, it is it is it is a very top heavy cast with Misha, yes. Todrick, Carson. Shayna and Kirkpatrick all playing really, really hard. And then there's like four people who just don't give a shit. True. Uh, and I mean, you know, I, you know, I want to say Cynthia gives a shit, but you saw what she did in that competition. Maybe she just thought she couldn't win. I don't know. Dude, that was a physical competition. What yeah. are they giving these celebs? Dude, give them some like rolling the ball down the roulette wheel that's spinning around like they did in Big Brother 15 or something like the Aaron one or fourth HOH, which I still remember that. Um, like, like, what are they doing with these celebs? They all have back problems and they're making them do these physical competitions. Yeah. It's a, it's it's amazing to me. 
when I watched this, I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, this is clearly like set up for these younger, more agile people. And, you know, I would say Lamar Odom, but the guy's 10 feet tall and he's got to get through all this clothes with those legs and the contraption. Like this was pretty, pretty much set up for only certain people to do well. And like watching Chris Kattan do it, I just, my heart broke. Like, I was just like, I love this guy. He's been awesome. Like he's not great. He's not a great game player. I, by any means, I'm not saying that. But watching him on the episodes, I have enjoyed watching the the comedic, you know, him with the the cake the other day and just everything else about him, just the little puns he has. I, I do enjoy it. Now, is he meant for this game? No, and we'll get into what's going on with him inside and possibly outside the house here in a bit. But I have enjoyed watching him. So there's things that I agree with you with. I think that there's only half this cast actually playing. But I do like what some of the others that aren't playing as hard are bringing to the table, except for maybe like Todd. So <laughs> yeah, I Todd's a little boring. He's so boring. Yeah. Oh my so god, so boring. Yeah, God. If you, again, I I heard this on RHAP last night on the round table. I think it was Melissa who said that if you're not going to play hard, at least be fucking entertaining. Of course, I added the fucking part, but Jesus Christ, just be entertaining. Make us laugh. Make us smile. Make us do something. Make us react. And what does Todd do? Like, even in that segment that we saw where Shayna was going up the stairs and she fell down twice, it was literally, um, if you guys didn't see it, so she's going up the stairs. She has food in her hands. She falls down on the steps and he's like, are you okay? Todd. He's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And then she's, she picks her food up to get going again. And she falls down again. She, she falls down even worse than she did the first time. And again, like that would be a moment for him to have fun and do something. But he's like, you okay again? Like, I mean, like, it's just, you know, can't be bothered. Can't be entertaining. Can't play the game. Shouldn't be there, girl. By like, I I don't know where what fossil they dug up, but that ain't Todd. Yeah. I'll tell you that they, that is not Todd Bridges. I mean, you know it's bad when the, his biggest highlight of the season is them dissecting his horrible tattoo on his arm. Like that's all he's got going on in this game, or his skinny chicken legs that they talked about for like thirty seconds on the show. Otherwise, Todd's not bringing much to the table. I'd rather watch Chris Kattan in a dark room trying to get out of the room and falling and hit his head a million times. Like. I'm glad he's okay. Don't get me wrong. But that scene was hilarious. I was dying at that part. That and the cake, you had me. So let's get into the episode. First off, we start with the house really just breaking down the Mariah exit. Now, we didn't get to talk about the Mariah exit and eviction. Yes. What were your thoughts about that since we're in a rapid season? I got shit to say about this because at the beginning of the episode, and I retweeted this, somebody else said this, and I retweeted it. Oh, my God. You see Kirkpatrick. And I thought it was going to be hard between, you know, Chris K and Chris K, but it's just Kirkpatrick and Katan at this point. And that's yeah. all it is. Kirkpatrick, at the beginning of the episode, he's like, well, I'm hoping that somebody can win this HOH competition because there's this dynamic duo with Todrick and Misha and someone really needs to take them out. Bitch, you just had HOH like five seconds ago and could have done something. Your ally, Shayna, won the veto, even if. Like, right then, you could have done something. It would have been an amazing move. We would have all been standing you. It would have been amazing. And you flopped. Both of you fucking flopped. You and Shayna both fucking flopped. I, I If she uses the veto there, even without his support, I think he does put up Todrick because the train's too far down the tracks at that point. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm over it. Whatever. So that's my feeling on that. Instead, you used your HOH to get in good with people and do what the house wanted and get out Mariah. 
Uh, we, you know, we, um, Josh Kennan, who's a big figure skating fan who was in the chat. I don't know. He may be in the chat tonight. He's probably watching men's figure skating. Um, he said that, um, you know, he was afraid of Mariah's chances in the game because she's kind of an introvert. And you did see that through, you know, the feeds that we can see that she was kind of an introvert, an intro introvert. She didn't really get along with people. She didn't have a lot of things in common with them. They didn't really bond with her. Um, and she had some things to say once she got out of the house. And then she had some, if you guys haven't listened to Mariah's interviews, um, she did like, I think she did one or two interviews, but now like her official interviews are not until later. And we don't even know if they're really going to happen because she has some shit to say. And I'm sure the producers weren't really happy about it anyway. Cause you know that the producer, let's be real. Let's just talk to you for a second. We're on NSFW. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. The producers at CBS have had problems with racist and racism comments over the years. Race centric issues have permeated big brother since the beginning of the show. And she was not shy about sharing the her thoughts on the subject. Like, hey, I, got, I was the only Asian in the house and it didn't really feel good to be ostracized from everybody's. She had some shit to say about it. Also had maybe a little bit of a Me Too movement movement moment with Kirkpatrick. We still don't know whatever the fuck happened there because, again, feeds weren't on for week one, so we don't know what the fuck happened. But, you know, that's where we're at. So uh, I, I'm really sad to see Mariah out. Um, I'm hope she's living her best life watching the Olympics now that she's out of the house and she's going to be there to vote at the end. So, you know, have fun girl. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one thing. If there's a silver lining, she made it out just in time to watch the most exciting part of the ice skating go down. Um, next, I do want to talk about this because I'd be remiss to talk about this. I have to talk about her goodbye speech. And when she was talking to the house, I watch it. I rewound it like three times because Hey, God bless her. I'm not the best when I'm speaking off the off the cuff. And so I totally understand that maybe it wasn't her finest moment in that speech. But she, when she said, the house is all older than me, and then uh, just there was a couple things she said in there, I was just dying laughing. I was like, I know she didn't mean it like that, but the way it came off. And then tonight we see Carson's reaction in that moment that we didn't get to see live. And he's like, we're old. I, I just, I love Carson so much. I think Carson has been, probably one of the it probably the most entertaining celebrity in this house and if any for any reason if he does go home this week or we do see him go home in the near future i will be heartbroken because he has brought so much entertainment with his little you know puns and little witty things that he says in the diary room he's like the sole narrator for this entire season and i desperately want him to continue in this house so i have uh, to say it was amazing let me just say i have faith in Grodner, I have faith in Godner, as we call her. Uh, I tweeted this as well that I don't know what's going to happen with the veto. I, I, let me be real. I know what happened with the veto because the veto happened earlier today. Point being that we don't know what's going to happen with the veto, but I got faith in Grodner that she don't want to lose her narrator anytime no. soon. She knows no. that, that, like this, tr this in uh, in my opinion, Bobby, this this cast is not. I know you're living for this season. I'm not quite as living for it. I I, I just said there's a couple. There's a there's too many. There's too many. I don't care people. The thing is, I don't care about the celebs. They could have put. I mean, I'm just gonna use myself as an example because that's the only thing I can use. They could put me on Celebrity Big Brother. Okay, I, I would care. Nobody knows who the fuck I am, but I would care. Okay, I would give you good TV. That's what we don't care about getting D-list celebs. Get fucking, you know, K-list celebs for all I care. I don't care.
care that I don't know who these people are. It's that they have to be engaged. And yeah. right now there's like four people in Catan, Lamar, Kirkpat or I'm not uh, Catan, Catan, Lamar, Bridges, Todd, and to a certain extent, Cynthia, although she is entertaining, who really don't give a shit about what's happening in the house right now. They don't really yeah. care. They're like, they're just there to have a party. And you know, live out their time and they're happy to go whenever. And that's not cool. We don't want that. We want people who give a shit. And at least there are five people who give a shit. But, yes. you know, I'd like for more people to, it, it'd be better if like right now there's like nine people in the house. If like seven, eight people gave a shit and one person didn't give a shit, I'm okay with that. That like, that happens all the time. But yeah. there's a few too many of them this time around, in my opinion. I, By the way, I, before yeah. we go, we've, oh, go, go complete our thoughts on this, and then I want to circle back to the first evictee of the season. Go ahead. Sure, sure, sure. Just real quick. All I want to say is I totally agree with you. I think that there are those people that are not bringing anything to the actual gameplay. The thing I love most about this season that I feel like we haven't had in recent seasons is in recent seasons, it's been kind of uh, one side of the house taking over and just eliminating the entire other side of the house with no competition and really no back and forth. This season, we're seeing people kind of switch sides and, and playing hard on both sides where at any given moment, someone from the other side could go home. And that's one thing that I feel like Big Brother as a whole has been lacking in even Big Brother Canada seasons, Big Brother US seasons. There have been outliers, don't get me wrong, but I feel like the fact that we see multiple sides of this house competing and people switching sides, that's what I do love to see. And that's what really brings me into the show. Yeah. Uh, and I see that uh, Tamika in the chat says, I think Lamar cares more than he lets on. And girl, I'm with you on that. Maybe he does. But also Lamar doesn't know the fucking show. Like he yeah. literally doesn't know the fucking show. And I believe him when he's like, you know, if I win head of the veto, which was what he calls it, head of household. He called it head of the veto. And he's like, when he the, the, the real stinker was when he asked Mariah, so if you win the veto, are you going to use it? This is when yeah. she's on the block and everyone's going to vote her out. Yeah, bitch, I'm going to use it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, people are on, online are like, he's a national treasure. I, and that's great. But I only need one national treasure. And Catan has that throne right now. I really don't need another one. And I feel like, you know... Uh, something needs to happen there to get some of this trash out that just doesn't give a shit about the game. They're not trash in real life, but they, they, they as far as the purposes of the game, I don't think they're, they're not movers and shakers in the game. We know who the movers and shakers are, and they're not them. Yes, exactly. So go ahead. What did you want to uh, talk about for the first eviction? I'm just... We were this close to keeping Teddy. I mean, with that fucking um, Nam Juan. Uh, I know this is like ancient history to y'all, but we haven't been here for a week. But the, um, the thing with Teddy and the, you know, putting... Uh, up a nominee with the hat and everything uh, and, and a five to three vote. Like that's when people were, were really excited. I think people were excited from that point on to the point in time where Shayna won the veto during the live eviction. And then when she didn't use it, all the air went out of the season. That's where I think, because if they could have got Todrick out there, it would have been iconic and the game would have reset. Misha would have had nowhere to go. She would have had to pick up somebody else. You know, maybe at that point, Kirkpatrick sees Misha by herself and sort of breaks off. And now he's against Carson and Cynthia. You know, it's it's kind of it's it, so many things could have happened at that point, but it didn't happen. And that's why I feel like the 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 air of the season went out of at, on that night on Friday. Could you imagine Thursday, if, whenever Friday if yeah. Todrick did go out of this house, the first one, and just all the backlash he would have got from all the big brother people that stayed at his house, like knowing he's like probably the biggest fan of the show in the house currently. Like we have fans in here, but 
This guy literally had Big Brother cast members in his home. So Yes, but let me tell you, those Big Brother cast members are hearing it from Twitter right now because you yeah. know what? You cannot buy likability. You cannot buy uh, <laughs> people that enjoy you. And that's the thing. Todrick doesn't have it. And the people on Twitter, you know, Tiffany, Hannah, all of all of the cookout who are standing Todrick and tweeting him and you know standing him and happy when the veto wasn't used and blah 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 and they and all the people that st stand them last summer they're coming for them on Twitter babe yeah. because nobody likes Todrick no one <laughs> I don't even think his mama likes him right now okay no one likes Todrick and you know i whoever gets him out is going to have a little feather in their cap from my point of view i'll say that and like i i think that the cookout people are going to shut up real fast when they're when and not just the cookout like fucking um um claire was there last season fuck taryn was there last season jesus christ what am i talking about everybody was at todrick's house last season i was i wasn't at Todrick's house i was yeah i, was I wasn't kidding. either i was i was dating aurelio last summer but like everybody else was at was at the Todrick house last summer and they just had a grand time and they're standing him on Twitter, but it is not the same when you're watching someone in the house and he doesn't have likability. He's just icky to me. He's just a little icky and you can feel it. You don't want to root for him. You think he's a good villain? I don't know. I was I I'm trying this to up. I think is that he he's a good, a good villain. villain. I, I don't I think know. He's a good villain because he's someone that like, you can't agree with, you know that he's on the the side of the house that people are rooting against, but I can't help but enjoy him as a villain because I know he knows the game. So it's like, it's if someone were in the house and they were just the villain for other reasons, I would not like them. But this is a guy that's playing the game and he's playing it hard and he's maybe doing things that people don't agree with, but at least it's game-wise. And that I can respect. So he makes a good game villain, not a just an evil person in this house that we don't like for that's other true. reasons. So that's I can true. respect um, that. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Uh I, I I and I agree with the chat that says like I'd rather have a hundred Todricks over one yeah. Todd. I get I get all that or maybe the reverse one Todrick over or for a hundred Todds. Like I get all of that. And I'm I'm with you and I don't really want to see Todrick go out here because I feel like at this point with so much trash in the house that's not playing, I feel like we need him. Like we need Todrick at this point to root against. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like and and the thing about Todrick too, and people are saying it in the chat, he's forgetting about the jury aspect of this game, and he's someone that he, should know this. And he, he's not going to girl. win, and we can root against him for that reason. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Yeah, he's not gonna win. Like, let me just let me spoil this for you all right now. He is not gonna win. Okay, they are not gonna let him win because they have heard all the fans, and 
I know people are making the jokes about Teddy uh, not going to let him win. And she, you know, she has some pull, but they're also going to see that Teddy's saying it and all the fans are saying it. Nobody wants Todrick to win the game. Nobody. So, no. And he's forgetting that these people are not in sequester. They don't, they don't, they're, they see everything. They're going to be influenced by the fan. I thought Amon had a great point on the um, round table last night where he reminded us that when Tamar won last, she had the fans behind her. So even though a lot of people were pissy with Tamar going out of the house, and Taryn infamously called it wrong, by the way. This is, by the way, this is the most I've talked about RHAP all season, <laughs> but I was listening to the round table earlier today because I was a little behind on this season. So I listened to the round table. But yes, but uh, Taryn was so wrong about Tamar winning because he thought that she was playing the same game that Ross was playing, underestimating how much the fans can have an influence on the jury. And because of that, bitch, there's no way Todrick's winning this season. Come on. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I think he has no chance of winning, but I do like that he's someone we can root against for the right reasons. So that's what I do love about him bringing to this game. Now, let's see. There's a lot of season left. Maybe things will change. Maybe someone we'll else see. will present themselves. I'm calling it now, though. By the way, I, I thought uh, Starlet in the chat has a great comment where she says that Todrick is playing Big Brother, not Celebrity Big Brother. And that exactly. is a key <laughs> distinction that I don't think he understands. Yep. Absolutely. I completely agree. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the present. Unless you yes. have anything else you want to talk about with Teddy and Mariah. <laughs> uh, well, no, there was one thing, just one more thing I want to bring up. And this is one nice part is the fact that we only get to uh, break down the season one week or one day out of the week. So the fact is we have a lot of big brother gameplay because of celebrity. It's, it's fast paced. We have a lot to go over. So this, you know, episode tonight, there wasn't a lot of meat on the bones. So the fact nope. that we do have this whole week to really, dissect and break down that's the nice part about only once a week so people that want multiple episodes i'm sorry we just our schedules don't allow for it but at least we get to bring you this content where we get to talk about everything we've seen up to this point now the one thing i do want to bring up the competition that they had the veto competition when mariah left so this last eviction i loved that competition now i i didn't necessarily love that it was associated with the movie and all that but that competition it was fun to play along at home it was engaging. You had to really get involved in this game. And the fact is, I felt like it was an even playing field for everyone in this competition. I wish they would have more competitions like this because it was entertaining. It was fair. And I actually got, I think, five of the questions right. So I would have been tied with, uh, with them at the end. And the weirdest part, I said 72 hours, just like Shay and I. Now, Granted, I had no idea the actual timeline because I'm not in the house, but the first number to me was 72. I would be the veto winner or tied, whatever. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, ha I have a confession to make. Do you guys know the, the, um, the meme on Twitter with the woman with the blonde hair who's looking at the camera like this and all of the numbers and letters are flying around yeah. her yeah. and she doesn't know what the fuck's going on? Like She's trying to like feel it like figure it out in her mind i think it's from like life is beautiful so i don't know anyway point being i did not watch that competition because i was at work and i was on my break and i know oh. i realized like i know i know that she won it but i didn't know what the competition was so the whole time you're describing this competition i don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about so tell me tell me uh uh bobby what what was the competition in a nutshell just quickly so basically in a nutshell, it was associated with the movie marry me that's coming out you know they had to get their plug in yes and yes. so they have a it's it's kind of like a Where's Waldo, where it's Where's Waldo, but it's who's holding the marry me sign. And you had to say if it was in section A, B, or C. And they only give you like 10 seconds to find it. And then it goes away and you have to pick what's in A, B, or C. 
And uh, I thought it was fun because you're at home playing along, but like, where is it? Where is it? Right. Oh, there it is. Okay, I got it. And then you can see who got the question wrong. And then you just keep going, see how you compete against these house guests, how you would do. I thought it was a very fun competition. I don't know if the chat agrees with me, but I really did enjoy it. And I think that if they had more comp- – and that's the thing. Anyone could win. Anyone could win yes. this competition. So where's Waldo? But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, 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 that sounds like a blast. I like it. I, I love yeah. competitions like that that are egalitarian, you know, where anybody can win. Like, the, we, yeah. like we like those competitions, yes. Perfect. So, okay. yes, let's get into the current. So, is there anything you want to break down uh, to start with? I mean, you know, uh, the, the little quip that Carson had about, uh, you know, I think I ha- I think my my nose is younger than Mirai. I thought that was very <laughs> funny. Um, but you know, aside from that, um, th- so we had this HOH competition, which, which we started to talk about. Let me just say, I love this HOH competition. I thought it was fantastic. A little too physical for the celebs. Perfect for a real season of Big yes. Brother. Hope they bring it back. Um, I actually, what, when they were describing the competition, I was like, wow. Big Brother sprung for like all nine of them to have all these buttons and contraption and everything. Then I saw, oh, they only have one. They all have to do it one at a time. So <laughs> that yes. was like, okay, that that makes more <laughs> sense. I that makes that's the Big Brother I know and love right there. The cheap asses yeah. that only have one fucking chair up there. <laughs> but I love this competition. I I thought it was a lot of fun. I love how they have the little things on screen where it was like ten times, and then there was a little sound effect that that they I can't remember what the sound effect was. Maybe it was like a car or something, like a brake. That when yeah. the 30 times went up and then when it was 60 times, it was like dynamite or something like, yeah. like it was fantastic. <laughs> I love I love everything about it. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. And um, I'm really psyched. Yes. Yeah. By the way, MC MC in on the chat. Hi, Brent from Sequester. Hi. Did you know that somebody else from Sequester <laughs> is on a CBS show? Did we you see that today? <laughs> yes, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. We'll talk about yeah. that in a few minutes. If you I got shit to tell you guys. I got some important news to tell you. Ooh. I got some things in my life I want to tell you. And we could also talk about the Survivor cast because I'm excited to talk about somebody in particular. So we can talk about that. But we're, we'll, right. we'll save that for a little while. All so, right, stay you know. with us. Yeah, yes. we, uh, okay, we've cool. been new on some of the cast, but it's fun to finally be able to break it all down. Um, yes. Now, I will say this. I do love this competition. I wish, like, how are you going to compete Katan? with misha tate a ufc fighter that's the one thing but that you got to also look at it like this if you're someone like me this is big brother celebrity it's just supposed to be fun no one's really some people aren't really taking it seriously so let the people that are actually competitive and taking it seriously let them win this competition because someone like katan who's had you know a neck injury whatnot they're not going to compete with someone like misha tate or even todrick to uh to to really say the least so I do enjoy this competition, especially in regular Big Brother seasons. We've seen this competition in regular Big Brother seasons, so it was cool to see the callback. And I do think it's something that they will continue to use. I think they love it. Yes. Um, I hope uh, so. I, and I love the aspects of the pool. What did you think of Kato Kalen making an appearance? Like, out of anyone they could have brought back, why Kato? <laughs> I, I, he was bad at reading the teleprompter. I don't think he was entertained. He was literally horrible. Like, they they could they could have had Julie do that like no they didn't need to or they could have had Teddy do that for God's sake like I mean anybody but Kato Kalen like what the have, fuck I would have rather them had that like loud screaming guy who does the multiple characters in different seasons come back and do that little spot than Kato Kalen like Kato Kalen to me. I liked him on the big brother when he played, I liked watching him. He wasn't my favorite by any means, but I love Tom green. So by essence, I was a, a Kato Kalen fan and 
I don't know if he thinks that he's being funny and that like people enjoy that type of humor, but it's just weird. <laughs> His humor is just strange, but hey, God bless him. That's him. That's him in a nutshell. He got his uh, 15 minutes of fame once again on Big Brother Celebrity. And uh, I did like the aspect of them jumping into the jacuzzi. I thought it was fun. I, I do think that they're going to continue to use this competition going forward. So yep. we did see Misha Tate win. What are your thoughts? I mean, better her than Todrick, I'm being real with you, because yeah. uh, I think that if Todrick had won, that it would have been Carson and Kirkpatrick up. And I'd rather see Carson and Cynthia up because I feel like Kirkpatrick is playing the game more than Cynthia at this point. I mean, Cynthia's playing like on a scale of one to Dan Giesling. I feel like she's playing like, like at a four, but I feel like Kirkpatrick is playing like at a seven. So yeah. I, I feel like that we need him more than we need her right now. Absolutely. And I think a lot of these celebs too, just to go back to the competition real quick, didn't understand what was the aspect of the competition. Like they did they not care. No, no, they understood it. I saw people on, on I saw people on Twitter saying that they didn't understand the competition. Bitch, they understood the competition. They just didn't just give didn't a care. shit. Yeah, my favorite I tweeted this too. I my favorite was Lamar saying, I'm a competitor. I don't like to lose and then proceeds to take all three hands off the goddamn buttons. Like, come on. Like what? I mean, I know eventually he put them back on, but come on. Like he did that like five times where he took all three hands and, and feet off the buttons and it was going like six. It was, you know, like oh, one sixty miles an hour. And, and, and Todrick are using their feet on the side to really hold up the one button. How do you expect Lamar to hold that? Like that's obviously the ideal strategy in this game. There's no way that guy's going to be able to use his legs to do that. So God bless him. Hey, you know what? He, he did what he had to do, but uh, obviously wasn't enough. Misha, I, I'm excited. I, I'm glad we get to see Misha. She's also a rootable villain, in my opinion. Someone She's that not even a villain to me. I actually I actually enjoy her. She's very Rachel Riley to me. Rachel Riley won the first and yeah, the third competitions of the season on her original season. And like it, it's very Rachel Riley to me. Like she's she doesn't give a shit. She just wants to win. That's all she cares about is yeah. winning, which is all Rachel gave a shit, shit about was winning. It's all about yeah. winning. And once I, she, they don't win, then the chickens come home to roost. But right now they're winning. I still maybe it's because I'm biased and I like the other side of the house way more. I don't want to see anything happen to Carson. That I see her as a rootable villain. Like I want to see someone opposing my side that I enjoy, but I also. I also don't want them to win and she's kicking butt. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, she can win. She can win if she's against Todrick, but that's going to yeah. be, I mean, that's going to be, it's not impossible for her and him to get to the end based on where things are right now. It's not well, impossible. Yeah. Let's talk about that then. Who do you think she has the best chance again? Do you think that she can even compete with anyone on the other side of the house? Because she is winning competitions. She is a strong player. I think she can compete with anyone, but I think her best odds are against the person that she wants to go with. Oh, yeah. Her best odds 100% are to go against Todrick in the end. I mean, I yeah. think she wins 9-0. to zero. I, yeah. If she's against Todrick in the end, I, I think it's 9-0. to zero. Um, As far as anybody else, I do think that she, in particular, of the two of them, has a shot against other people because she's earning it right now. And what's Todrick doing right now? He's yeah. not earning it. Like, he's, he's, he's just, you know, throwing shade and, you know, pissing off people here and there and pissing off Twitter, but not as many people are anti-Misha. I don't know many people who are anti-Misha on Twitter. They're anti-Misha because she's with Todrick. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah. 
I don't, I don't, I think that she could win against somebody else, but it would be a close vote. Her best bet is to go with Todrick. Oh yeah. And hundred percent. And the best thing for her is Todrick's the biggest shield ever in front of her. Everyone wants to take shots at that side. They want to take it at Todrick. They don't want anything to happen to her. So for her to keep him as long as possible, that's best case scenario. I think she's in a great spot to go far in this game. And if she continues winning competitions, which she's not getting any, uh, you know, people against her to uh, really right. be strong in these competitions, I think that she could do very well and go very far. Um, so next, we got past the episode. Before we get into more of this episode, we do have to take a quick break for our sponsors. Already? It's, Fine. it's halfway through. We're 30 minutes <laughs> All in. Right. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in just a second, guys. Be right back. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor each and every flavor actually tastes great and it's convenient and discreet products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights at work on the go or even in the gym i am so happy that lucy is sponsoring us ever since they came on board i have gotten no less than five of my friends transitioned over to lucy and put their cigarettes down They like the gum. I'm used to seeing the packages all around. This stuff is great, and it's really helping people make much healthier choices. So get on board and join the Lucy movement. Hey, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple that you don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Reality NSFW listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code SURVIVOR to get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code SURVIVOR at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code SURVIVOR. This episode of Reality NSFW is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. That's right, we're giving away super hard dicks. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor offices, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. 
Blue Cheese tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Hey, if you're looking to give that immunity idol to someone or you don't want to be voted out of a crater, don't worry. Blue Chew's got you covered. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code SURVIVOR at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Blue Chew. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com. Promo code SURVIVOR to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. We're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. And it's amazing as a midnight snack right before bed. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That's only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, Cookies and cream, and my favorite, maple waffle. Now, Magic Spoon recently brought back their two super popular flavors, cookies and cream and maple waffle. Thank goodness. But they're back permanently. And when these flavors were first introduced for a limited time, they sold out extremely quickly. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Now, I'm here to let you know you can get them again or try them for the first time. Why? Because they're delicious and indulgent. Johnny, Magic Spoon has so many great flavors that I really enjoy, and even my kids enjoy them. We have the cocoa, fruity frosted, peanut butter. All these are really great combinations. Um, They enjoy waking up in the morning and getting some Magic Spoon right off to start their day great before they head off to school. I think everybody listening should give Magic Spoon a try. Or if you've tried them already, it's time to reorder. Let's get you some more Magic Spoon and uh, get your day started right. Hey, when I finish a podcast late at night, the first thing I'm thinking is not sleep. It's let me grab a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon before I go to bed. So go to magicspoon.com forward slash survivor to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code survivor at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com. 
dot com slash survivor and use the code survivor to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this podcast all right guys we are back sorry for the long commercials but now that we got past the sponsors who were very excited to be a part of this program we can bring you guys some more of this big brother content now if you haven't already if you can and you're watching on youtube please hit the like and subscribe button it really helps us out it proves to johnny that brent and i are good enough for your affection and not sure your accountants do all they should talk to tax assist at tax assist we offer a personal and proactive service all year round switching is simple and you can do it anytime visit us in one of our 20 stores or meet us online to get a free no obligation quote get the service you and your business deserve visit taxassist.ie we're here to help you thrive here at paddy power when we say there's a power price enhancement we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon in shop every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro or 25 each way. In shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4pm but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. Ask staff for more details. Bringing people to the channel helps keep us here as well. So please, if you can, hit the like. By the way, button. yes, yeah. hit the like button definitely. I don't know if there's like an administrator I don't know about, or Fair Play is like secretly lurking or something. But I like when that was going on, I said Fair Play. It's a one-hour show in the chat, and someone deleted that comment. Like literally, someone deleted like Fair Play. Are you around? Come on, Fair Play, like, are you watching? <laughs> I would have thought he would like. <laughs> I would have thought he likes the shade, but maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But uh, like, I was like, my God, I feel like this con like this particular commercial, I feel like was like five minutes long. I'm just saying, OK, moving on. It, com <laughs> it comes in just for the commercials to make sure they get played and then he's out. <laughs> right. <laughs> then he's out. He's like gone. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you again. If you can hit the like and subscribe. All right. So let's move on. All right. The rest of this episode. Yes. So let's yes. Let's yada yada the rest of the episode. We yes. saw a lot of filler shit. Exactly. We, you know, I, we, we saw Shayna falling down the stairs, falling up the stairs, which that's even harder to do. Um, <laughs> we saw Katan over. Katan asked Misha, Am I, you know, have you decided what you're doing? She said, basically, yes, but you're not going up. Cynthia overheard that, went and told Carson. What did they do with that information? Literally nothing. Not that yeah. I saw anyway. Um, and uh, predictably, Carson and Cynthia hit the block. That's what happened the rest of this episode. Uh, Todrick was complaining about the fact that Misha didn't throw this to him. But again, I don't know how she's supposed to throw this to him when they don't know what their times are. If they knew yeah. what their times are, I could see maybe her. She, her, oh, actually, I, you know what? I don't think she would. I think she still goes and yeah. wins this competition. She's I not going to throw wins. it to him because she doesn't know who. What, she doesn't know what else anybody else is going to do. What if Carson comes along and beats his time or something like that? Like she's such yeah, a it's, competitor it's, too. She wants yeah. to win. And plus, if she really wanted to throw it, she could have easily got like seven, eight, ten minutes. Like taking a little time. She didn't try at all to stop herself. No, not not at all. Not at all. So. Not at all. Yes, so that's what happened in the episode. Yeah. Yes. We can get past it. So Britt, what's uh, what's something you want to break down then? Okay, so first, let's talk about today, because I think that's what everybody wants to talk about is yes, today. Yes. And after making them sit through that five-minute advertisement, I feel like we need to talk about something fun. So let's <laughs> talk about today. Let's talk about today. So there were nine people in the house. Now, that's in that's important, because when there's nine people, one, at, one HOH, two nominees, that means there's 
six people voting, but it appears that someone has left the Big Brother house of their own volition. They've quit. They said, sayonara. Bobby, who is this illustrious house guest? Say it's not so. Oh, my man. My favorite house guest, Chris Kattan, has left the Big Brother building. And the worst part about it was last week, you and I bet. You said he would not last a week. I said he would. The guy made it through two evictions, was on the block, tried to go home. And I was like, oh, I'm winning this bet. I'm winning this bet, Brent. You know what? You got it coming for you. The My boy, Chris Kattan, is staying in this house. And not in a couple hours before we go live, Chris Kattan leaves the house. I was like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. I was right up until this point. So you win the bet. Congratulations. But I, I'm I'm sad, but I also understand it. He was not doing well in that house. He was really not – it didn't seem like he was really meshing with everyone. He wasn't Miscast. playing the game. He didn't yeah. know how to play the game, and he seemed to be very like he I don't didn't know care it. to play the game. Yeah, he didn't care to like play some the some game. people don't some people don't know the game, and then and yeah. then they quickly learn the game. It's not that hard. Like and he was you're either peanut brittle. It felt like he was going to get hurt at every waking right. Moment. Oh, that's a really good analogy. Yes, it did. It, it really did. Yes. Um, and uh, Starlet says in the chat that Sharon Tharp, friend of mine, uh, says on Twitter that uh, CBS will address the Catan situation on Friday's episode. So that is the information you need to know. But as I said, there were six people that were voting and he was not a nominee. Now there's only five people voting and that makes a difference because when there were six people voting, it took four people to create a majority unless you have the HOH on your side, which you frequently yes. don't if you're a nominee. However, if there's only five people voting, that means it only takes three people to carry the day and the HOH doesn't ever have a vote. And that yep. is important because as we learned from the feeds earlier today when they're on, Shayna won the power of veto yet again. And even better, either of her own volition or Grodner has got in her ear. I don't know what, but frankly, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> she wants to use the power of veto on Carson. She wants to use the power of veto on Carson, and she's hoping that Kirkpatrick has a strong enough bond with uh, Misha that she will not nominate him and instead will nominate Todd Bridges. And then they will, with their votes, Kirkpatrick, Shayna, and Carson will save Cynthia and evict Todd Bridges, which would be fantastic. We so, can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope like our ex our expectations were dashed last week like on yes. friday when when shana won the veto dashed we all thought we were gonna win spoiler we didn't win we did not yes. win we we lost badly yes, um exactly. so i'm hoping this week that they make sure that shana uses that goddamn veto on carson because that's what we need we need carson to stick around and then we'll go about save, saving cynthia but that's that's important though because like I said, only five people voting this week. They don't need Misha's help. They don't need to get Lamar and Catan or some combination thereof. They don't they don't need that. They just need the three of them. As long as Kirkpatrick is not nominated, they got the votes. Now, if Kirkpatrick is nominated, that makes things a lot dicier because then it's uh, you're asking Lamar uh, or Todd. I'm sorry, you're asking Lamar or who am I forgetting? 
Um, so like I'd have to look at the the hold on one second. Let me look at that. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I well, so know this better. I'll just say this. I do worry that if they do make this move and say they put up Kirkpatrick, I or they have to, you know, obviously renom because she takes up oh, Carson. Yeah. I'm afraid that Todrick's gonna be in her ear to put up Kirk Kirkpatrick. Who's her? I, I I'm hoping well, of course Shane is already telling people that she's gonna use the veto, and I don't know if it's gotten back to them yet, but if it gets back to them. I, basically, I needed it to be a blindside so that she yeah. just puts up Todd. But if but if she lets it be known that she's going to use the veto, then that gives Todrick time to get in her ear and say we need to put up Kirkpatrick. And then I looked at I looked at the I need the chart of the house guests. Todd, Lamar, and Todrick can all vote together and evict Kirkpatrick. Uh, which you know I know that that's better than losing Carson, but still I would rather lose Todd Bridges at this point. So no. I'm hoping uh, that she doesn't put up. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Do we think that it would be Kirkpatrick going home or Cynthia going home if Kirkpatrick does go up? Because mm. that's where I'm not sure well, what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Maybe then Cynthia does go home because they want to break up Carson and Cynthia, but Cynthia's not a threat to anybody. She's not I, a threat. I mean, you know Todrick would vote against him, so yes. that's it's, one. It really comes down to the relationship Carson with Misha. Carson would vote against him because he's going to save Cynthia. Yeah. So he needs the other three. That's dicey, man. So That's dicey for Kirkpatrick. Yeah. He's going to have Shayna. Yeah. It, it depends on his relationship with Todd, Lamar, and then really Misha, if Misha actually decides to put him up. Because is her relationship strong enough? She's got to be thinking about all the outcomes here. If she wants Kirkpatrick to stay, does she have the numbers to make sure he stays? Because right now, I'm not sure he does or she does. So, I think that that's not a good move for her because she has a tight relationship with Kirkpatrick that I think that the best move would be to put up a, someone like a Todd. But at the same time, we don't even know if there will be an eviction. Katan going home really changes everything. This could be just end of the week. We have no idea. Now, I think that, I think that there will be an eviction, I although think so they could too. change it on us. They could but I, think there, I don't think they want them to have like five days with nothing. So I, I although they could... I mean, because they could. It's a shortened they could. Season. They don't have a lot of time to make it up. Let so, me look at something real quick. How how long is the Friday episode? I have it in my. I, didn't uh, look. I have no idea. Here, Anyone me, in the chat me, know how? Someone how long in the chat will probably get it before I can get to it, but I I have it in my. Uh, because in my, do, in my since phone. This is, since this is a quick season, do they have the ability to really allow for this to be an eviction with Katan going out of the house? It says two hours. Starlet says two it's hours. Two hours. Yeah, there's no way. No way they're going to let Katan. No way. They're, they're going to let this eviction go through. Like, it's going to be a vote with five people. Yeah, I think they're going to uh, lose a double eviction somewhere along the line. So, that's really, yeah. It's going to be a very entertaining episode. That's for sure. Because, I, honestly, I wish that the freaking veto would have been the two-hour episode now. We, I mean, shoot, we got to see just a day ago where the, uh, yeah. the veto happened at the eviction. And that would have been such an amazing show to watch. Well, I mean, we can talk it out. I mean, like... So is it, oh wait um so there's no episode tomorrow so then the episodes on friday they have to handle the they have to do the veto competition mm -hmm. then they have to do the veto ceremony then they have to handle the Catan stuff is that enough to get them the two hours i don't really think so you know mz, I, MZ brings up a good point they could just bump the double eviction if there's a double eviction so they could just get rid of that and they just have no double evictions now i know oh, they love their double evictions yeah well well 
they didn't advertise it at the end of tonight, so I don't think they're going to do that because usually they always like to advertise their their their, their doubles. How many more uh, weeks do we have left? Two. Well, today's Wednesday, and we have another Wednesday, and we have another Wednesday. So two more Wednesdays so beyond more this. Wednesdays. So, yeah. So two full more weeks from today. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, could they have announce a, they have... it on. Well, they could announce it on Friday that they have a double eviction on Wednesday. So it's possible that they could just bump that out and not have one. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I mean. They're gonna. I mean, maybe we're talking about two different things. When you say yeah, bump sorry. a double, I thought you meant bump it up. Are no, you talking I'm about just take bump it away? It, get rid of it. Now, yeah, I could. I concur. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I, I just don't think they're going to have a double. Uh, sorry, I thought that's. I, I realized we were talking about two different things. Yes. Like, like I'm okay. thinking, yeah, that they could have a double already planned for next Wednesday, and because Catan's going home yes. and they don't want the eviction, they could just take it out and not have an eviction this week. Yeah, I concur. But I still say there will be an eviction. It's a two-hour show. They've got to have content. They've got to have people strategizing. Yeah. It, it, it's something I, I think that there has to be a five-person vote at the end of this, and someone's going to go home with Catan on Friday. It's going to be a very entertaining episode, regardless of what happens. I'm excited to watch it. And I think that they know this is an exciting vote, so they're probably going to keep it. Um, yeah, right. that's a good point. Mary Mary in the chat says something else. Remember that um, Big Brother always has a final four. Even as much as I hate it, Big Brother Celebrity always has a final four. But with Catan going out, they could keep the double and just have a final three this year, which would be fantastic because then we it, it'd be a, a regular final three where you know people compete for hoh and they evict someone and sit next to the other person we love that that's what big brother is yeah we don't like the choose one of the above i hate that part about the end of celebrity big brother where there's four people left somebody wins hoh and then that person evicts two people it's way too much fucking power hate the end game of celebrity big brother hoping that Catan leaving would make them do a final three that would work a lot better okay all right. So we've talked so, about all the permutations of the possibilities of, of the future. Let's talk about let's talk about some fun shit. Let's talk about the let's. Can we talk about Survivor for a second? Can we just sure. talk about Survivor? We have, I want to say a lot. I I've known this for a while. I'm sure other people have who've seen Twitter. If you've been on Twitter, you know Redmond spoils the cast list. He doesn't spoil the, the outcomes of the season, but he spoiled the cast. And when I heard, I knew during was I podcasted uh, Sequester with Taryn the first time around on Sequester season three, which is the season that Tori was on, who's now on Survivor girlfriend was so close she was about ready i think she was a week away from flying out to fiji a week before everything shut down because of covid like it, oh. it was a week away like it was so close i think she had her shit packed she was ready to go she was on the wow. cast can you imagine that oh, my heart it was all taken insane. away from her yes and then yeah. You know, no offense to her, but she's a white bitch. The world changed in the middle there. I don't know yeah. if you noticed. And all of a sudden, that spot on Survivor that might have seemed pretty secure for her because she is absolutely stunning and gorgeous and I love her to death. But they changed the way they cast people now. Thank God they did. But it could have hurt someone like her because she's in the white privilege majority. Just like if I was cast on Survivor, my spot would have been up for grabs. Maybe I get it. Maybe I don't because they want to take a look at a lot more of a diverse cast. But they still got her on the show. And it warms my heart so much because I know how hard she's wanted this. She even used her Survivor uh, connection, so to speak. The fact that she had talked to the casting director as a bargaining chip on Sequester 3. That's how far wow. back this goes. When she was on Sequester, and I can't, I'm trying to remember what it was, she was trying to get somebody to do something 
I think it was with Cameron. She said something where she would talk to, like she tried to get them to do something within the world of Sequestered within season three to get them to do something for her so that she in turn after the show would let them talk to the casting agent and get them on Survivor as if she has that power. I was going to say. But, I know, but girl, she did it. She did hey, it. She's on the her. show. And it just warms my heart because uh, this is something she's wanted for so long. I've never seen somebody go after something like like this girl has. She went after really? Survivor. She's wanted it. She's fought for it. COVID tried to take it away from her. But no, she tr she triumphs. And I think she's going to be fantastic on, on Survivor. I'm very excited so, about it. How long, how far back do you know that she's been trying to get on Survivor? Do you know like if it's been a while? If she knows the casting I mean, director back then. At least two and a half years. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a while. Um, like I, because my sequester taped a year ago, I know because that keeps coming up in my timeline or it aired a week, uh, a year ago. Um, it, it, we, we taped last October. That means the previous sequester taped the, the October before that I covered that yeah. one. I went to interview them. So that was in what? 2020. Yeah. yeah. So, Damn. before, so no, that was in 19. No, sorry. That was 2019. It was 2019. Yeah. yeah 2019. Yeah. Because 2020 was COVID um, and Trump losing. So yeah, there, <laughs> but uh, 2019, 2019 was the taping of sequester three. Yes. So it was before that. So it goes back to 2019. Yes. And before you, that. So like the yeah. early part of 2019. Do you know if she would have been on season 41 pre pandemic or would she have been on this current season of 42? I, I think she was on season 41. Okay. I think she was on season 41 originally. Gotcha. So, gotcha. You so know. it looks like some people that were originally supposed to be on 41. That's my speculation. I don't know that for a fact. Speculation. I'm just saying. Yes. Just from what we've seen, it seems like some people that were cast in 41 got on 41 and some were actually moved over to 42. So it's interesting getting to break down the process from the outside and trying to learn it through just people talking about it. So it's, it's very interesting. Brent, one day, hopefully we'll see you on, on Survivor. I know you probably, I don't know if you want to play Survivor, but I think you'd be very entertaining on Survivor. I'd rather play Big Brother. Um, I, I think would. I'd, I I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a prima donna, so I don't know if I'd make it on. <laughs> but that's but even I, better. I, but, I, but I do think that now, like, it's a shorter season. It's on Fiji, so it's not too cold, not too hot. You know, like, I feel like yeah, the Survivor of today would fit me a little bit better. I have, I did sign up for a gay dodgeball league, and I have to tell you that <laughs> oh, it is no joke. It is God. no joke. I hurt my, I hurt, I hurt my quad the other day to the point where like Aurelio, my boyfriend, literally had to take care of me because I was limping <laughs> around so much. You know, at the beginning where you like race for the ball in the middle. I was a runner, girl. I should not have run. Uh, I, I totally pulled a muscle in that, in that. So I don't know how I would do on Survivor. I'd really have to make sure I was cardiac up, muscles twitching in order for me to go on Survivor. Um, but I don't, I, again, I don't know because see, here's the thing. I'm 47 years old, right? And mm -hmm. Survivor cast, they, they do cast people who are in their 40s, but generally they like them to look like they're in their 40s. And so I don't know about the rest of you, but I don't want to look like I'm in my 40s. So like, I don't think they would put me on because I mean, you can look at it and say, well, yeah, that fulfills two things, but I don't think they think about it that way. I think if they're going to cast somebody who's in their 40s or in their 50s, and I'm 47, so I'm closer to 50 than I am 40, I, I think they want them to look like they're, you know, in their late I, 40s. And I, I don't think, I think I it's all like based on the 40s. person, though. I really do think it's all okay. based on the person. I think that you would be great. Now, listen, I remember when I was in, what was it, sixth grade when season one premiered, and 
I always said, oh my God, I don't know how people could do this. I would never be able to do this. And now I'm 34 and I'm like, man, I could go up there and do that. It's right? like getting off the couch, you know, like it's like, it's kind of like a serene thing all over again. It's like, well, he got off the couch. That's how I feel on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so I right? tell myself, I'm like, I could use that that's story. What, of, I never that's what it would have there. to be. And yeah. I do have that old picture of me from two years ago when I was all fat. I have that yeah. picture of me. I have actually have some worse pictures, believe it or not, than that one that I put up on Twitter. Um, but I have those. I have those pictures of me, so I could, you know, show them how hard I've been working on myself, and yeah, you know, exactly. See, trying to make I, myself look amazing. Yes, I think there's something here. So they've already obviously casted for 43 and 44. We know that those are going to be probably filming here soon. Now. I know like the best time from what I've heard from past cast members to send in your audition tape is around August, September. So for all of you that didn't know, there you go. Try to put them in in August, September, because that's when they start the new process. Brent, if you put in your audition tape this summer, I'll put one in too. So, hey, if you want to do it, I'll, I'll put do it, it in. I'll do Let's it. Let's do it. Girl, I'm a, Bobby, I'm going to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready Brent, for it? I'll do the same. Let's go. <laughs> I'll, yes, I'll put one in if you do. Right? So you would definitely okay. get cast over me, no problem. But I love to see it. So let's uh, let's definitely do that come summertime. I think the people would love to see it. Um, really, you know, Corey? Really? Uh -oh, okay. What can I really palm my Really? I haven't palmed a chip in my life. I'd rather palm your balls. Okay. So no, I, I would not palm the chip off a roulette table because I like my job. Speaking yeah. of that, let's talk about that real quick. So yes. I need you guys, I need some good vibes from you all. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm being serious when I tell you this. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you what job I auditioned for, but let me just say, I, I, I applied for a new job and it's about 40% more pay and it's a lot closer to my house as in like, very close to my house, okay, as opposed to a 30-minute drive, okay? Let me just say, I love my current job. The people there are amazing. I love it, okay? But I applied for, and they know that I applied for this job, right? I got the job. I was offered the job, okay? And I'm being serious when I tell you guys what's about what, what happened, okay? I waited for the job offer in my mess. So they, they verbally offered me the job. Then I was waiting for the electronic offer that they said they were going to send in my email. Never came. And then I kept waiting for it. And I finally called them and said, hey, I was supposed to get something in my email. They said, oh, well, let me check on that. They called me back and said, oh, we're going to send it to your email. I got an email. Thank you for applying. We've decided to look at other candidates. They rescinded the offer. When I called wow. them to find out why and was in a complete panic because I was already excited about this job, they said to me that they did a Google search of my name. And for the first time in my life, my association with the Peterson trial has come back to bite me. They uh, said to me on the phone, but Bobby, they had their information wrong. You guys, I'm serious. They think that I'm an accomplice to murder. I'm being serious with you guys. This literally happened to me. What? I talked to this guy on the phone. He said, you were an accomplice to murder. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I... I literally lost my mind because now I'm in the I'm in the position of having to prove a negative. I have to prove that that didn't happen. I'm like, have you watched it? I was called to the witness as a state to help convict Michael Peterson. I never even met the guy. What are you talking about? But they stuck what? to their guns. And oh, it gets better. It gets better. So oh he said to me on the phone, I said, listen, 
I was called to the stand as a gay man and as a veteran, and you're telling me that you're holding that against me. The guy on the phone says to me, well, uh, we actually have lots of people that work here. Um, it doesn't really matter that you're a homosexual veteran. And I'm like, homosexual? Who even uses that word anymore? He goes, well, based on your testimony as a homosexual veteran on the stand, we cannot offer you the job at this time. I'm serious. This happened to me. So now, not only did they rescind the job offer, I know it's drama in my life, right? But I really feel like that somebody in the human resources office of this department is discriminating against me. They don't like the fact that there's a gay soldier, gay veteran, who might be a part of their workforce. I really do feel like this is happening. So... I wow. called somebody. I'm. T I talked to an attorney about it, but I called somebody at the office who I feel like, and I and she had a lot more empathy in her voice. Who is kind of an in that I have. I mean, I don't know if she really is an in, but she had a lot more empathy than this guy. And she's like, "Let me get the story straight. Let me find out what happened." And she's going to call me back tomorrow. So wow. I'm going to get a call back tomorrow. And let me tell you guys that they better come back to me with a positive job offer. If they come back to me and say no and still rescind the offer, I am not above using the legal system to get my way because I feel like it, here's the thing. It just, Bobby, it did not feel right to me. When I spoke to that guy on the phone and he used those words, it felt off to me. So yeah. I listen, let me just be, let me be clear. I know I have tons of white privilege in my life, but for, and I, so I acknowledge that, but this is for the first time in my life, I honestly felt like I was being discriminated against based on the fact wow. that I'm gay and a veteran and not, not just that I'm gay or just that I'm a veteran, but that I'm a gay veteran together because he used those words together. So that's where I'm coming from. So yes, that happened to me this week. So I need you guys to think good thoughts, light some fucking candles for me. God damn it. Because I thought I had this job and then it was taken away from me for something that I'm not even guilty of. I mean, I'm guilty of plenty of things in my life. Let me just tell you, but I am not an accomplice to murder. Uh, well, and you know what? It's just amazing. Yeah. Bobby, let me just say one more thing. It is amazing to me. That was 20 years ago to this day. Okay. I cannot believe I've gone 20 years for the Peterson trial not to muck up my life, only for now to it to rear its fucking head. Like, how is this happening? So, wow. Anyway, that's what wow. happened. Yeah. Let me get my jaw off the ground. So I don't even know what to say about that situation. Like, I'll tell you. Just... I'll tell you where it was when we get off the air. But I don't want okay. Twitter to bombard these people before yeah. I can get an actual answer from this person that I'm talking to. Yes. Well, let me just say this. I apologize that that happened to you. And I, I there's, it's really insane that we still live in a world that stuff like this continues to happen. Now we see discrimination every day. It's not something new. As a straight white male, I really shouldn't be the one, you know, talking about this because this isn't my my venue to go down because other people have had such a harder life than me that when I hear stories like this, it just hurts my heart. Like it hurts my heart that something like this would happen to you. You're such a good guy. And it, just the fact that you're even dealing with this situation, it just seems like why are we still living in a world that this continues to happen? So Dude, it, I'm it so felt sorry. to me. It felt it felt to me like he was either a veteran or a cop. 
you know, yeah. either it, either way, it, it it felt to me like he was like he was mean on the phone. I can't even believe that he admitted to what he admitted to. I'm used. I was so used. Yeah. I was so prepared for the company to just say we decided to go in another direction. We don't think you're a good fit. Girl, bye. Which Done. there would have been nothing yeah. I could do. But instead, he gave me all of this information. Like we Googled you and because of your testimony and you're an accomplice to murder, which again, that's fucking slander. That's not yeah. even true. Yeah. That was very anyway. stupid on his part. So anyway. um, we'll see what happens. Anyway. Hopefully I get an update from you. This was news to me, people. I had no idea. He I know, right? Yeah, show. I didn't tell you. Yeah. Um, so, and there's one more thing I want to tell you guys. So yes. this is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to try to say it, this a little bit more serious, yes. but then I'm going to try to end with something good. So, um, a good friend of mine and someone who used to work on this very podcast, uh, passed this week. It was actually a, a shock to me. She's actually, yes. she's a friend of mine and you can see I'm still talking about her in the present tense. Um, her name is Karen Eisenberg. She used to do lots of podcasts with uh, Tim from The Circle on Reality NSFW. Bobby, I think you did a few podcasts with Karen. Yep. Um, she hasn't worked for Reality NSFW in about a year, but she did put in a lot of good time here. And not only that, she was a really good friend to me. And after I left RHAP, she was one of the people to reach out and say, you know, how are you doing? I, you know, I love you. You're still amazing. Um, and she's just, she's awesome and she was awesome and i saw that her son posted earlier this week that she had passed and girl i didn't even know she was sick so for her to for her to be gone is just it's it's a tragedy so yeah, karen it, yeah. girl we love you yeah, yeah. It, it really came as a shock to me i had no idea until i saw your post on facebook and just to relive my time with karen um i was on rhap and she had messaged me on Facebook asking me to come on. She had Tim from um, The Circle who they wanted to do, you know, watching Borneo with Tim. And I was like, great, like a podcast. I get to be on a podcast. Sure, I'd love to talk about Survivor. I always talk about Big Brother. I don't get to talk about Survivor on RHAP. God knows I would never get that opportunity. So let me go on here and talk about Survivor that I also love. And she was so kind and so warm and just like, to give you guys a little inside uh, inside knowledge, uh, there was times where God blessed him. I loved him too, but she would get so frustrated with him because he would just go on these tangents and they would just kind of like go nowhere. Oh, like and, me, <laughs> but like but like to a different extent where he would just start with the question you asked and then not end anywhere near the question or the answer of what she was looking for, and then he would bring up his own questions and. I love her to death. She was uh, just such an amazing person. Like you could see her getting flustered and she would always be so gracious about it. Let it go. And then at the end of the stream, be like, now, Tim, remember, I'm the one who's going to ask the questions or I'm going to, we got to get straightforward answers. And it was great. And it just kept happening every time I'd go on there. So she had me on multiple times. She was always lovely. She always asked about my baby, gave me parenting advice and just was so kind and so warm. And I know, her time with NSFW didn't, you know, end on the best note, but she was still such a great person. And it's weird. It's crazy to me that she's no longer with us. It really blew me away. Um, but my heart goes out to her family and her friends and uh, may she rest in peace. And uh, yeah, just very, very sad news. Yes. Very, very, very sad news. But I will tell her, Karen, I know you're up there in heaven. And let me tell you, girl, RuPaul's Drag Race is amazing this year. She was always telling me, I'm just gonna, I'm, you know, I want to be real on this one. Um, except for Aman, um, she, 
she hated the current people over at RHAP doing drag she race. Did. Um, she so did. She did. She really did. She really did. Um, so uh, she's like, you need to get, you need to have a drag race podcast because I can't listen to these fucking people. And I'm like, oh girl, I know where you're coming from on that one. <laughs> she, she, yeah. told me too, she was so mad when you were let go from, uh, from uh, RHAP. And then the fact when she found out that I was coming over to NSFW as well, she just couldn't have been, more gracious about it just so nice about it just lovely lovely person and she came and gave us open arms really she was very very kind yeah. and that's one thing i want people to remember her by if you can go back and watch her old podcast she was just a wonderful wonderful lady yeah all right let's wrap this puppy up let's do it so um first off if you can please definitely check out our patreon at reality nsfw they do a lot of great work on the Patreon. They have a Patreon Facebook page where a lot of the members are able to talk and converse and talk about the season. And they have lots of really interesting topics that they bring up. Um, anything else about the Facebook and the Patreon that you can include on that? I think we got it covered. Yeah, just, I mean, if you like, I said join the join the Facebook group, join the join, join the sorry, join the Patreon group. It's uh, Reality NSFW. I think you have a lot of fun. I'm a member. You can see me in there and talk to me, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot smaller. Look, it's like RHAP used to be when it was like you know, 200, 300 people. Like and you like it was like a little family together. So that's what I feel like it's like. So it's uh, if you want to come on over, please do. And if you can, check out adfreenSFW.com. They have the, the links to the new season of Australian Survivor with Sandra. So if you can, go over there and check that out. They, uh, I know they're hard to find, so if you need some links for that, definitely check out adfreenSFW.com for those links. Um, and then, yeah, get your T-shirts uh, for, you know, for NSFW. We'd love to see you guys get some of the Big Brother Celebrity 3 T-shirts coming out. So, Definitely check those out if you can on our website as well. All right. So, Brent, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? That's it. I got to go watch figure skating. Girl, bye. Yes, I do too. <laughs> All right, guys. For Brent Walgama at One Lucky Gay, I'm Bobby Goodsby at Goodsby Bobby. We'll be back next Wednesday, immediately following the Big Brother Celebrity Wednesday episode. So, please come back and check it out. And if you can, like and subscribe on YouTube. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.